we're going to talk about some good news right now. This is a fascinating story. We have some amazing, amazing young people in this province that uh, are just doing things that you would think other people could do. Um, but we're relying on our young people and they're maybe, maybe just going to find a way to lead us through some things that we definitely need help being led out of. We talk a lot about the COVID pandemic and, and for good reason, it's affecting each and every single one of us each and every single day. Um, but parallel to this and perhaps even worse in terms of the number of deaths is the opioid epidemic, which hasn't slowed down in the least. In fact, it's uh, accelerated over the past few years, and we can't seem to have government come up with a strategy to actually deal with this and make any headway in keeping people alive. Uh, in the five years between 2016 and uh, 2020, 12 Canadians died each and every day, every single day. 14 people ended up in hospital as a result of opioid use, and as I said, it's only continued to go up. Now, last week, the federal government announced $20 million in funding to help communities deal with this crisis. And there are countless different approaches being taken to try and end the carnage. Uh, not many of them all that successful, obviously, with what we've seen. So a trio of students at the University of Alberta have come up with a concept that, you know, if you think about it, it seems to have absolutely huge potential. And it's quite simple in a lot of ways, but it could make a big, big difference. So Adarsh Badesha is a science student at the University of Alberta and CTO and co-founder of Fentagon. Um, and she joins us now. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Really appreciate your time. Hi there. Thank you for having me. So, I've got you mixed up here. Okay. Um, Fentanyl. Yeah, I think uh, initially Simon was supposed to take a That's right. That's what uh, it was. Okay, there you go. All right. We made a switch. I apologize. Um, uh, No, it's okay. Let's, Fentagon, let's just tell us about the concept. It it seems so simple, but so effective. Just tell us what Fentagon is. For sure. So, Fentagon is a fentanyl detection system that we're hoping to get into the hands of users to empower them to give them preemptive knowledge of whether their substance contains a lethal dose of fentanyl within it. Um, It's a syringe, right? Yeah, so uh, essentially it's our technology. We'll be embedding that within the mechanics of the syringe. So we're looking to create this in a syringe-like shape so we don't impede the user's um, habits at all because a lot of what is currently in the industry, there's a lot of barriers to it. And as we know, drug addiction and and use is more psychological than it is physical or anything else. And so disrupting these habits um, and creating barriers to use, these are all just um, steps and downfalls that that, that exist to users actually stopping and and getting help and and becoming better for themselves, essentially. So um, what we want to do is fit seamlessly into that and empower users with the knowledge um, of, of, of a, to prevent a lethal overdose. So how quickly would it work? I mean, is this, uh, it would be an instantaneous thing, like they load up their syringe and bing, immediately they're notified that there's a potentially lethal dose of fentanyl there? Yeah, so that's the, that's we're, we're still looking to explore the research and development, so I can't give you an exact time at mm-hmm. the moment, but um, from what we've been looking at, the from the time of in, uh, loading up the syringe with the substance, we're looking at seconds uh, until they get feedback as to whether or not it contains that lethal dosage. So we want to make that as instantaneous as possible so that the user doesn't have to wait around um, for feedback. Uh, amazing. What, what point of development are we on here? You've entered some contests already in terms of the, the idea. Where are we in terms of uh, seeing this rolled out? Yeah, for sure. So um, Offensagon started just over a year ago uh, with our ideation. And in that time, we initially gained a a bit of seed funding through the World's Challenge Challenge 
And then uh, in this past few months here, we've uh, been able to get funding from our partners at Alberta Innovates and TELUS. So um, we've been doing a lot of research and design for this last year, and we're just looking into that last portion of research and design this summer. And we're looking to have something um, that we can actually bring to users and bring um, to people to gain feedback on and optimize our design by the end of this summer. Uh, with our partners at TELUS, I think that's a very possible goal. So that's the next stage, is to try and continue to push this along. And uh, how optimistic are you that you know we'll see this move into its next phase fairly soon here? For sure. So, um, yeah, so uh, in terms of our timelines, we're thinking by the end of the summer, we want to have our research and development wrapped up uh, for at least our initial products, and then throughout the, re- the remainder of 2021, be getting um, feedback from users and people through, uh, through focus groups and contacting them through safe and something sites. And so by the beginning of early 2022, uh, we're looking to have clinical trials underway. And then as soon as we can get those wrapped up, a few more uh, Canadian health regulations um, you know, under our belts, and, and then we're, we're trying to get it in as soon as possible. Um, yeah. Now, the reason you guys decided to focus on this, I mean, you've got some personal, I mean, who doesn't at this point, right, with how widespread yeah. this, this epidemic has become, but just tell us why this became a focus for you. For sure. So, as you said, this is incredibly personal for, for all of us. Um, I grew up here in, in Millwoods. I've, I've been in Edmonton my whole life, and so I've seen addiction. I've, I've seen substance use my entire life growing up, and I'm, I'm Punjabi, and in the Punjabi community, it is quite prevalent, um, and, and something... That uh, why so it's been in my mind um, essentially my entire life growing up just substance use and, and opioids in general um, because in, in Punjabi culture it is something that's quite normalized to use um, but when you come here it, it's very different um, and so harm reduction is something that I was able to be introduced to in the last year or two um, in, at my time in university mm-hmm. which is something that was completely new to me and I was it was fantastic I was like this is definitely the way we need to be treating people this is like a way uh, to the future so this is just the things that got us um leading up to this and then uh on a, on a personal note we just uh we saw the need for it like we we've been working in the harm reduction realm for a little bit and we realized that um the systems that are in place currently there there's a lot of barriers to entry for substance users um they have to go into sites there's a lot of stigma um, there's time taken out of that use and going into these places for safe consumption. So there, there's a gap in the system essentially that we noticed where it just, what we have wasn't enough or it is enough and it might not be working the ways we want it to be working. So we saw that something needed to change. And so that's the, um, the initiative we kind of had in mind when we first uh, started thinking about this a year, oh, I guess a year and a half ago. Um, and then through some ideas and through Simran, uh, also has some personal experience, AJ as well. Um, uh, we just started brainstorming and then uh, recognizing different gaps in the system, and then we landed on this. It's a, it's such a simple concept, but it seems like it could do so much good. Um, congrats, and I look forward to seeing where it ends up. Yeah, for sure. And then um, I guess one more thing that I would add there is a lot of people have um, like a stereotypical user in mind where oh, yeah. it's, it's some person who's homeless on the streets and um, they're just, you know, I don't know, whatever else stereotypes are, are brought up on them. I, I think many of us know, but uh, I, I think through our data and our statistics, we realize like that's just not the case, right? A, a vast majority of users are actually using in private, sub- and res- sorry, private residences. 
Um, and so this is a market that's being missed. Market is hard to call. This is the, the target population yeah, the demo, that, yeah. that isn't uh, being being helped at the moment. So that's nearly, I, I believe, 70% of users. Um, I can't remember the exact statistic, but I believe it's around 70% are actually using and overdosing accidentally in private residences. Yeah. So that's another reason we, we chose to target that demographic. Uh, and the statistics we have, I say, aren't even that aren't even the whole picture, right? There's so much that goes into who identifies as a user and how we get information about them that I think this is a much more widespread problem than any of us really realize. And uh, it, it definitely needs some innovation. Yeah, I think that is slowly changing. I think you make a good point there, Adarsh. Uh, but I think for a lot of people, it is, oh, that's, you know, um, the addict or the homeless guy living downtown that I drive by sometimes. And it stays that way until it's your kid or your brother, or your teacher, or your doctor, or a nurse that you know that lives down the street, your neighbor. Uh, and then it start, you start to have a realization that we're talking about something that is touching every single segment of our population. Nobody is immune to this, and a lot of people get started on this path by, you know, in some cases, well-intentioned doctors prescribing them pain medication to handle post-surgery or whatever the case may be. And for a certain segment of the population you can end up addicted, and that's it. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you went to school or anything like that. We're all vulnerable. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. I, I think that for a long time that was an older thought about addiction, that only some people can addict, become addicted or, you know, uh, moral failings were right, also right. a big thing when it came to, to that, but it, it's not the case. Honestly, I'd say with how widespread it is, everyone's just a few bad turns away from, from being in a situation like that. And it's horrible. And I, I hope that never happens to anyone. And that's why we want to have this happening, but it's much more real and like tangible than anyone thinks. I, I, I think we ran across some statistics where, um, it, uh, the opioid epidemic is costing the Canadian government and the Canadian people about $46 billion in, um, in, uh, uh productivity because like, it's, it's not just, random street people or homeless people that are being affected. These are real people who are productive members of society at one point who are just now in a bad place and they need a, a time to get better. And there are people who, a lot of these people are people who want to get back into society. They want to be productive, but they're not just, they're, you know, they're not just homeless people who want to be in that situation yeah. all the time. It, it's just that there's, it's so addiction is just such an overpowering force in people's lives and uh, there's there's always that that little something uh, they need to get out of there, and so uh, we recognize that Pentagon, we're not the solution sure. to the opioid epidemic, and we'll say that every time. We're definitely just a piece of it. Like in order for us to get out of this, we need to take like a holistic approach. We need psychology. We need uh, social services. We need things like that. So what we're hoping is that Pentagon is that one thing that can like, step in there provide the user um, with preemptive feedback so that maybe this is a safer use. And then with continued safer use, they're able to access other things like social services and psychology to, to better their situation. Awesome idea, and I look forward to seeing how it progresses from here. Thanks so much for your time today. For sure. Thanks, Chair. Yeah, you bet. That is Adarsh Badesha, uh, one of three University of Alberta students who've come up with this Fentagon idea, which is really cool.